0: MLM Nation, episode 252. Everything I do, I always think of this way. Is this leading me toward my goal or take it away from my goal? If it's taken away from my goal, I'm not doing it.
1: If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chance where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. For just $1, you can get all access to over 17 training courses, weekly coaching, you can ask me questions, 30 newsletters, and network with top distributors. Go get a dollar trial to MLM Nation Insider at MOMNationInsider.com. Again, that is MOMNationInsider.com. ML Nation. This is Simon Chan, and before we start, let me ask you: What's your purpose and vision? My purpose in doing what I do, starting with ML Nation, is to have a positive impact as many lives as possible. That's why we're here. That's what we do these shows. And I'm loud and proud to be in network marketing because, number one, network marketing allows us to fulfill our unlimited potential. Number two, network marketing allows us to give back more. And number three, network marketing allows us to create a legacy, to be better parents because you're always leading by example. And our mission at ML Nation is to empower 10,000 distributors achieve a full-time income. And... The reason I bring that up is your vision is what drives you and pulls you. So make sure you are clear about your purpose and vision. That's what's going to make you do the things that you know you should be doing but you're not doing. So be clear on your purpose and vision. Now, before we start today's show, make sure you check out our partner, Networking Times. Now, if you like ML Nation, you'll love Networking Times. Each issue is packed with amazing trainings and stories just like ML Nation. Go check them out at mlnation.net forward slash times. And now, here's today's iTunes review of the day. It comes from Brian Glenn. And Brian says, what a powerful resource. Thank you for really motivating me through your interviews and getting straight to the nitty-gritty and keeping it industry generic. Wow. I have grown to love the show and have past episodes playing almost all the time. I cannot wait for my pillow speaker to get here so I can learn from the best while I sleep. A main line straight to the subconscious. So thank you, Brian. And let me know how that pillow speaker goes. I want to check that out. Very, very cool. Thank you for that. That is uh, very inspiring for me. Also, so if you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Not only does it motivate our team, but also more importantly, lets the community, let the world know what network marketing is, how many of us are proud, loud and proud to be in this awesome profession, so please do that. So now, okay, let's get to today's show, awesome guest, so let's go, go, go. ML Nation, this is Simon Chen, and I'm fried up to bring our special guest today, Kai Nguyen. It's an amazing, amazing story, super inspiring from an immigrant from Vietnam, making it happen. Kai, are you ready to make it happen? I'm always ready to make it happen, right? <laughs> Kai Wind immigrated to America from Vietnam at the age of 12 years old and moved to the foster family shortly after. He got a good job, worked hard as a software engineer for six years before he discovered network marketing. In 2008, November 24, 2008, Kai was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis and the doctor said he would never walk again. And then in two years later, Kai found himself divorced and himself homeless. In 2011, Kai decided just to go back to Vietnam and build his network marketing business, help a company launch there. And then in 2013, Kai moved back to the U.S. and started with his current company in July 2013. In only about three years, Kai was able to reach the annual income over a million dollars in just 15 months. So yes, he's a seven-figure in annual income earner. Currently, he's a top three earner and lives out in Orange County, California with his three beautiful children. So Kai, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'd, um, like, like you mentioned earlier, I, was, I immigrated here when I was uh, 12, um, and then moved into my foster family. I st- of course, I struggled through college because uh, when I was back home in, in Vietnam, I didn't have a good education, and then when I got to America, in the first few years, I didn't have good education. Uh, then, when I moved into my um, foster family, I started at, the, at the, uh, the grade of nine. So, so trying to catch up was was, was huge for me. And then, um, you know, because I always have a fear of going back to how poor I was, um, you know, where where I you know where I was born. So I, I always worked really hard never give up. And finally, graduate from college. And um, I was lucky to get a job in 2002 because you know the dot com was crashing down in 2002, and um, I was lucky. One of those few people got a job and had a really good job actually, and worked for six years. Um, got got into network marketing company because I realized that um, my engineering department was 11 people at the time, and um, in three years uh, they fired everybody. Have only three people left from 11 went down to uh, to um, uh, to three. So I, I knew that I need to do something. So I was looking around and Google everywhere, and um and I um and uh, I ran into network marketing, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And then uh and then I joined. I actually uh, I actually just joined. Um uh and the first company was Amway. Uh you know, uh, um uh I read so many negative things about them, and then I read a lot of positive things about them. And then I went to a convention in Anaheim and just sit in the back row and check them out. And I say, wow. Maybe this is something for me, mm. and uh, I joined up. Uh, that's how I start my network marketing career.
1: <laughs> awesome, awesome. So we'll keep it generic. Let's, let's not mention any names, okay? So, okay. how did it go? The first experience. You got. You know. You saw. You started back. You, you joined. What
0: happened? Um, you know, I. Uh, I because I didn't have a sponsor. I. I was an orphanage, uh, and I didn't have any direction. So I. I didn't know what to do, and uh, I. Um, you know, I. I replace everything in my house with that company products and and uh, I make $46 my first paycheck and then that's it. I got stuck there for almost a year. So, um, you know, but I didn't give up. I'm looking for uh, a way to do it. So I spent a lot of time on the internet readings, a lot of books and buy a lot of books and go to Barnes Noble reading for free. So those of you who are, who are starting your career with a very uh, very limited amount of money, hey, Barnes bon Noble sh- uh, should be your best friend because you can read all the books there for free, right? So uh, I was struggling for for many years' Simon.
1: I see. So what were some of the mistakes you made? You said you made only $46 in a year,
0: right? What were some yeah. of the mistakes and challenges you had? Um, I, I make so many mistakes and challenges. I, I think um, uh, my ego also got in the way because I was an engineer and had a re- great job at the time. And um and, uh, you know, I had my American dream homes at the time, uh, you know, I was fairly young. And so when people say something not right about this industry, I get defensive and say really mean things to them. Hmm. Uh, and so so I think that was uh, my major mistake when I was first get in this network marketing business. Um, but I realized uh, later on, I said, hey, you can say mean things to people. You might be right, but uh, they're not going to join you anyway. And, um, and, uh, it took me a year and four months to realize that <laughs> a year and four months to realize that you shouldn't say mean thing to people when they that give you objection, right? So,
1: <laughs> yeah, I know sometimes by the way, if this is helpful, those who are watching the Facebook live, please share it. Please subscribe. So you get with these notifications, please definitely check out Kai. He's tagging his post, be his friend. Um, so let me ask you, what are we, I think sometimes we, we have so much pride. We love this profession. We say these mean things. I've done it too. What's the worst thing you said to a prospect?
0: Oh, man. <laughs> I've too many worse things. So I don't remember one, but um, I remember one guy. Um, uh, you know, I invite him to my office. Actually, I invite him to my office in the Irvine. Uh, very nice office. You know, it's a big office. Uh, have TV, projector, refrigerator, have beer inside of it. Very nice office because, um, you know, I had a good job at the time. Um, and uh, I asked him, he said, well, you know, do you... Do you do you see people normally get this kind of uh job? And he said, No, not really. You are lucky. he said, No, I'm not lucky, I'm good. I'm just not stupid, like you think. So like so so I was like, um you know, like when people rejected me and say network marketing is stupid, usually my point is like trying to show them that I'm not stupid. You are stupid. <laughs> 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 and that wasn't that wasn't going good and I don't think that guy ever wanna see me again after that.
1: Yeah, so what turned it around? What made you realize it was you? Like, cause Some people may say, this industry doesn't work, but what made you have the awareness that you had to change or something that you did?
0: Um, well, it, like I said, it took me a year and four months to realize that. And um, I I realized by going to a convention, and I saw people uh, start around the same time with me. They start having a team. They start having downline downline. Um, you know, I then... Um, then I I remember my old company. They have a a lesson teaching people the personal personality code. You know the four co- the four colors and things like that. And I thought it was stupid. I don't want to be part of it. Um, I think it's ridiculous. And finally, I said, hey, you know what? If I keep going the way I'm going, <laughs> it's not going well because 14, uh, 16 months total, I haven't sponsored anybody. Maybe I should just check it out on the other side. And when I decided that um, I. I'd rather become successful than have a lot of egos. You know, I, I, either you be right or you will be rich, right? Mm. And so I I want to be rich because um, because it's not fun to have a title as a subway engineer and and not even have money to start your network marketing correctly, your business correctly, right? Because you don't have budget, right? And it's it's kind of cool to have a title, but you don't have money. It's not cool. So so I say, you know what? Let's 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 do this. Let's Let's be humble and learn this, uh, this thing. Hmm. So I, so you know, I attend more training, and I think the 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 four personality code training that um, that really changed the way I think about people because you know we have different type of people, people think differently, they approach differently, and you know you have to adapt to their personalities so so you can understand them so you can sponsor them. I think that is when uh, it's kind of it's kind of tell me personally, tell me, hey, you you don't want to piss people off, if you yeah. want
1: to. You know, yeah. you, you didn't make any money. And what kept you in the business? Cause you are a software engineer. You make good money. So why did you stay in the market? marketing? A lot of people would just give up. Say, forget it. I don't need this crap. Right. Why did you stay in this, believe in this profession?
0: Well, uh, I, I look at myself. I don't have a choice. Uh, my parents are very poor. They're doing nails to survive. Um, uh, they, li- they don't even have money to, uh, to rent a house. I mean, they rent a, uh, apartment, right? Uh, very poor, drive old car. Um, my brother is an engineer. My sister is a nurse. Um, um, my surrounding is very poor. You know, I live in a poor area in, in Garden Grove, California. So if I look at everything where I came from, then I move on to uh, to Irvine, California, I live in Irvine, California. But the thing is, I don't have any association around me. So what I'm looking at my whole life and whole my situation, I say, do I have a choice? Do I have another opportunity? You know, if you want to start making money, um, you have to be really smart, which I'm not. You know, you have to have a, a good background, which I'm not. Uh, you, you know, uh, and, and here's, maybe it's, I'm wrong, but the things living in America, uh, at the end of the day, there's still there's still racism, there's still prejudice. Uh, there's, we're still Asian. You, you, I have to accept that. I'm still Asian, and people still... Don't give me the same fair opportunity like the Caucasian. I'm just being honest, and, and you ask me, I tell you how I feel. At the time, maybe it's not right, but that's how I feel at the time. So I see, do I have another opportunity? So that is that is the reason why um, I I just keep hang on and hang on and hang on in network marketing. And you know, if you want to uh, own your own business, you need to have a lot of experience. You have to need a lot of capital investment. I don't have that either, so so that I'd have no other choice besides just have to become successful in network marketing and so that's the reason why I stuck with it can you share a little bit of how how did you go homeless and were you in network marketing then when when it happened yeah I, you know I was a part-time um, I was a part-time uh, network marketing uh, in, uh, basically I started engineering uh, right after college I worked for 3 years and I saw my department from 11 uh, engineers got down to 3 and I was still one of them because my, my salary was one of the lowest salary in the, the, the engineering department so that kept me around. Um, I realized that I need to do something because I have a son at the time and I have uh, I just got married just bought a house at the time so I need to do something to have a backup plan and when I look around I don't have any other choice besides network marketing so I have to do it. right? So when I do network marketing. Well what happened is i I a part time business and I would start making around three thousand a month four thousand a month and and I was really happy with that one morning uh it was november twenty four two thousand eight on the way to work I feel something weird in my body and um and I just got to the to the office um and then i just drop i opened the door i dropped right on the ground and i say that's weird because you know I don't drink uh, there's no way i'm i can be drunk um um that's impossible. So later on, I started losing my feeling. I can't control my hand, my legs anymore. And I was rushed to the hospital. And the, I went through the MRI, uh, the CAT scan, and went through all the blood tests and everything. And a couple of days later, they tell me that I have MS. Um, after um, you know, I was uh, after the hospitalization, I went home and I still uh, unable to walk, unable to use my body parts. So um, I was on uh, a disability, uh, handicapped basically money for nine months. And um, my, during that time, you know, uh, financial was really, really hit us because my income was a main income to support my family. And um, so it really hit us and create a lot of stress into my wife, you know, because I'm physically unable to take care of myself and my, my kid and then financially was uh, was unable. So create a lot of stress in the family and, uh, and, and it led to uh, argument, led to misunderstanding and um and and that's the reason why my wife and I decided to uh divorce uh, after a year and a half, uh, if I remember correctly, we divorced um, uh, and then when we divorced i I made a deal with my wife because I know that I can't take care of my myself, so how can I take care of my son? So I made a deal with my wife that I'm going to walk out of the house without taking anything with me. period, nothing nada and um And so when I walked out of the house, I remember literally. Literally, I have three hundred dollars in my my pocket, and then as I walk out the door, my son he's so sad. Simon, you know, you know, a kid three years old, I can tell. It's so sad, so I feel so bad. So I say, hey, hey, let's go buy Wii game. So I took him to the uh, Target, bought a Wii game, cost me uh, two hundred dollars something, and then and then I have only eighty, 80 87 dollars left. <laughs> so when I walk out of the house, literally, I have. $87, you know, at first I started with 300 but I bought a Wii game for my son, so I had only $87. So I slept in the car, uh, a broken car at the time, and uh, eating hot dogs for many, many days. Um, that's how I became homeless, because, you know, because of my um, uh, my physical health, no no money, no job, and uh, no family. That's why I became wow. homeless. Wow,
1: that is super inspiring. By the way, your friend Tuan Nguyen is on here. Tuan, what's up? He says, Hi. And uh, yep. Sam Gilman, thank you for that. If this is super inspiring, definitely connect with Kai. Also share the share buttons at the lower left. So you can share it. Let's get it up to more people need to hear this inspiring story. So we're talking about being homeless. So what did you do? How did you bounce back? You're, home, you had, you're stricken with multiple sclerosis. You're homeless. Uh, and you're, how,
0: what, what happened afterwards? You know, when I was homeless and I look at my situation, I say I have around three to four months to survive. Um, because the money coming in from network marketing, you know, it can be very slow when you just start building the business because everybody knows that network marketing is, is, not, is not something that you can do overnight. It's take time. And so I say, OK, look at my situation right now. Uh, I will survive around three to four months on the street. And um, um, I have enough money to eat hot dogs every day, <laughs> two, two hot dogs a day. Uh, I was lucky. That I have a membership uh, at LA Fitness, so I can shower there. I can brush my teeth there, and I also can take care of my personal uh, physical exercise because I have no medical. Um, then I have uh, I, I I took all my credit card out. You know, I have an Amazon credit card, I have a Discover credit card, I have American Express credit card. I took them all out, and I didn't have a lot of uh, uh, a lot of uh, what do you call that um, uh, credit? It's just a small line of credit. So what I decide to do is that, hey, I'm going to go all out I'm or I'm going to die. I'm not going to die slowly a year from now. Either I die four months from now or I'm going to become successful four months from now. I make that decision. So anyone that I get in contact with that I seem they have potential in network marketing or they have success track record in traditional business or have track record in uh, network marketing business before, Whoever I run into, doesn't matter if it's the first time I see them or the second time I see them, I offer them a trip uh, to my headquarters, the, the company that I work at the time, to my headquarters and attend one of the monthly the, uh, monthly event. They call EBI, uh, so the, the invite business, something like that. And um, so I use all my credit cards to pay flight, hotel, transportation, food for my prospects. And uh, I decided to do that, and I maxed out all my credit card in a matter of three months, but because of that uh, people see the vision of network marketing company people see uh, it's a real network marketing company, and they decided to join me in business and I went diamond in my um, in my business within four months Wow, and then you went to Vietnam to open the market there yes i went I went to Diamond and I was making around twenty twenty five thousand a month, and I look at all my credit card debt and I look at all my um uh, my medical debt. Um, I look at everything. I say, there's no way I can pay off my debt with the $25, twenty five twenty thousand dollars a month. I need to make something way more than that. And um, you know, I uh, I heard about the growing economy in Asia. I heard about the network marketing is growing. People making eighty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars a month in in Asia or more. So I said, you know what? Maybe that's the only way I have to do uh, so I can uh, get my. Um, myself uh, money to pay up all my debt because I don't believe file bankruptcy I just don't because when you have debt you have to pay your debt um, it's, it's good for your your psychic It's also uh, it's a morality because that's somebody money you borrow them you have to pay back so mm-hmm. I don't believe in it so I need to make a lot of money to pay my debt and so what happened is uh, uh, I took up and uh, uh, no actually around Christmas and New year I, I make a lot of phone call to network marketing company Simon, many many companies. And I asked them directly, do you want to go to Vietnam? And after around seven time, eight time, or something, one company said, yes, we want to go to Vietnam. And, uh, and they asked me, do you know uh, Vietnamese? Uh, I said, yeah. <laughs> do you know the law in Vietnam? Oh, yeah. Do you have connection? Oh, yeah. Honestly, with you, none of those I know at the time. Um, but I, because my personality, I say, hey, if I can go from uh, handicapped to walk again, from homeless to be a diamond, I can do anything. I don't care. Throw me in the jungle, I will survive. That's my attitude at the time. So I went to Vietnam, and again I will struggle again for another two years, because I don't know the rules. I don't know the language well. Um, because I left when I was 12 years old. I don't. Ha- I don't have any family relative over there to support me. Uh, network marketing over there was uh, was kind of uh, uh, new to them at the time, and also. Um, you know, uh, I ha- I have no network uh, team or leaders or anything like that. So basically, everything was a cold market for me, 100%. So I was struggling two years over there. Mm. And uh, finally, I turned my, my, my business around in, in, in Vietnam and start building into the highest rank in that company. Uh, up to today, that company have only 3% achieved that rank since I left.
1: Got it. I'm uh, just curious because so people want uh, because a lot of people, some of the listeners like I know, but some of the listeners may not know. Why did you switch companies? Why do leaders sometimes leaders switch companies?
0: Well, you know, uh, I don't know the other leaders why they switch company for my situation is because number one, I'm passionate about uh, building a business in my country because I want to be able to be successful and help the people who don't have the opportunity. That's my number one drive. Um, you know, I came to this country really poor. Uh, I was living with a foster family. My foster family always teaching me about giving back. So that's my driving uh, very hard. So I want to do business in Asia, in Vietnam, especially. That's why uh, when my old company say they're not ready for it, uh, they don't know when. You know, I look at myself, I say, I don't know how long I can uh, I can stay alive because physically I'm very sick. So I'm I'm not going to wait for you. So I'm going to walk away. That's that it. But when I walk away, I didn't sponsor or bring anybody from that company over to my new company because I went straight to Vietnam coal market. Mm. When when I was in Vietnam, um, after uh, after uh, working very hard for that company and sacrifice first two years for that company, you know, um, defense that for that company, I did everything for that company. But sometimes, sometimes uh, the company they make decision based on business, but they don't make decision based on relationship they don't know how much you sacrifice for them you are you are defensing them you might you willing to risk your life to defense them um but they don't they don't make decisions based on that they make the decision based on stockholder partners all that kind of stuff and so uh so at that time uh, my wife was uh, this is combination why we we moved my wife was around four months away from have twins having twins and also at that time I don't feel that I am uh, respected from the standpoint that I I work so hard for them. Yeah, I don't realize. It. So I decided to walk away peacefully. Uh, transfer everything that I have over to the company and uh, peacefully walked away. Um, uh, and then I have to look for another company to work with. So I look at many different options at the time, because I, because you know um, you have to understand that I was a homeless. And then I just do network marketing. I, I can't go back to my engineering because you know, engineering after six months, a year, you don't work, you don't you don't have any any credibility left in the engineering. So the only thing that I can survive is network marketing. So I have to look for a network marketing company and I look at a lot of network marketing companies until I found one that I don't have to switch again. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Simon, it's not about the product or the compensation plan, it's about the leadership at the top and 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 so I decided to uh, to join the company that I currently work um, and build on it. I think the um
1: incredible thing is like unlike a job, if you this business builds you mentally tough right so, and you're building right. the skills so it doesn't matter what company you are, you can be yeah. successful and I mean, on the paper when I read your bio, you became a seven figure earner in fifteen months, but it mean or fourteen months, whatever it took right? but really, it actually didn't take fifteen months. it took like over ten years for you to get there yes and i think that's the amazing things like once in this business once you build up your mind doesn't matter what you do you can be successful because you have grown your mindset has grown
0: yes absolutely and
1: absolutely. i think i think one of the things that's uh, i think maybe you've grown so quickly is because like one of the things i've tried to do is every day i, I want to put make myself uncomfortable it seems like you've been uncomfortable many 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 times in the yes. last couple of years
0: yes Absolutely. And, and I think the reason I grow fast, I look at my whole career and I say, I, dang, that's growing pretty fast. Um, the reason I think I'm growing fast is because God put me in a situation of uncomfortable after uncomfortable after uncomfortable. There's no other choice, either do or die, do or die. There's no say, if I don't make it, it's okay. Mm. It's do or die all over again, every single time. So, uh, so I think that's the reason why I grow fast. I don't, I don't have another opportunity why do you think a lot of distributors struggle why do you think they're struggling i, I personally think they are struggling is because they don't know they don't really know they don't really know where they want to go and the, 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 um, the you know the destination they want to go and the right uh, route yeah and they, 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 they try too many different routes and they get confused and and they lost energy they lost excitement and they lost focus and they don't, won't get it for, for me, I would recommend that anyone who want to uh, wanna achieve success fast, right, uh, really fast, uh, I almost let's say shortcut, is that figure out exactly what you want, exactly what you want, and you have to figure out that, and you have to spend time on that. Figure out what you want and write it down, break them down into very detailed uh, goal, game plan. And look for the people who have exactly uh, that you are looking for, exactly exactly you know but the most important thing is you look for the people who uh have the same morality same beliefs you know uh, same philosophy when it comes to business with you then just just work with them and
1: mm-hmm.
0: and that's the shortcut to your goal to your success
1: yeah you know here's a, um getting back to when you talk about leadership and this is a really good question it came from melinda rowan uh from the facebook live and she talked about can you talk a little bit more about why it's more about the leadership at the top and not the comp plan of products, especially from your experience. Share a little bit more about that,
0: why that's so you important. You know, based on my experience, and, and again, <laughs> only 11 years uh, experience, and um, uh, and uh, right now, you know, I've been only three different companies. I built to the top at all three companies. I never quit halfway, okay? So, um, so but I wanna make it short. Basically, great, great products great complaint, great everything, but the leadership have a uh, not the right mindset. Um, their they belief is not the right, uh, their they belief, the philosophy of life is not right. Uh, it can turn the company back overnight. Okay? And that can be, uh, you know, the leadership, they don't have the, the right, uh, um, uh, when they talk about morality, uh, when it comes to family, to marriage, to, uh, to relationship, those kind of things. If they don't have it, um, that don't have it down that can affect the way they make decisions in business. And a lot of people say, you know, that's his personal life So while well, his personal life or her personal life can damage the whole business That's how it is. So you have to look at more than just the guy have a track record with uh, With success make millions of dollars you look at his what does he believe when it comes to marriage? What did he believe when it comes to adultery? What does he believe when it comes to abortion those kind of things make a big deal to business right it's because this is a relationship marketing business it's really the relationship so those kind of things is important and 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 then I saw a company who don't have great products who, who don't have great plan but they have a great leadership at the top with the right mindset they can turn things good overnight yeah so so there's you know at the end of the day I believe it's a leadership at the top more than the product of the company or the plan.
1: Yeah, thank you for sharing that because uh, not many people touch about that, but the personal values make a huge difference, right? Like how yeah. you do something is how you do everything. And yeah. they're all related. Personal and business, they're all related. You can't really se- separate them from each other. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Uh What would you consider your proudest moment in network marketing?
0: Uh, Simon, I I don't think I have a a, a proudest moment yet because I haven't achieved my ultimate goal yet I'm very uh, self critical person uh, I, I I push myself to a high level I never celebrate my success one day I never did uh, even I, I from homeless to making seven figure in network marketing I haven't celebrated yet I don't I, it's not there yet so I'm not the proudest but if you talk to me what is the proudest in my life I would say that in the last three years I was able to have three new kids Three babies, you yeah. know. <laughs> Congratulations! And, and give, yeah, I know and, how it is. Yeah, and give them the best uh, lifestyle that uh, I never thought of. I think that will that will be my proudest time in my career. But uh, network marketing, no, not yet.
1: Yeah, especially coming from where you came from, immigrant to where you are now.
0: That's yeah, something. Yeah. Not not yet. I'm, yeah. I'm
1: not. I'm not there yet. What were your uh, aside from you talk about? Um, you would be very mean to people, your ego. what was your biggest turning point in your business? the thing that really afterwards you really start ticking off?
0: you, you know um, I, I I'm, a, I'm a very slow slow learner too it's not like it's not like turning point like that, but I would say um, slowly I realized that uh, God created people uh, for different purposes. everybody see things differently, looking at things differently, they have their, their own experience. Uh, you just have to work with them. You can't expect them uh, to be on on the same speed as you. Um, so I think when I realized that and i become a lot easier to kind of hang around with. Um, i become more like their friend than used to be uh, just business. And I think that's when my business is turning around.
1: Yeah, yeah. By the way, if this, you like this interview, please give it some thumbs up hearts and share it. Um, and. You know, because you're very intense, right? You keep. You're also very humble. You say you only had 11 years of experience. You haven't had success yet, and you. But you learn to be easygoing. What are some things that keep you in balance? Is it your kids? What keeps makes you the easygoing, less intense?
0: Um, I think, I think number one, uh, my kid, my marriage, uh, and also my faith. Um, I, I when I do business, I don't discuss about politics or faith, but I think also my faith. And uh, also, I think that since 2000, uh, 2008 until now, uh, I get to become a person who I understand more for people than before two thousand eight. Because you know, you think about it. When before two thousand eight, I was a young guy, uh, have some su- success in traditional uh, career, corporate America, have some success in network marketing. Not successful, but you know, part time making three thousand dollars to me at that time was successful. So, and then I I was healthy athletic working out every day three hours a day so so basically i tend not to um i tend not to uh easy understanding people because Mm -hmm. i'm expecting them to be uh like me yeah after i was paralyzed i couldn't walk i couldn't use my body part then i start feeling for the people who can walk across the street fast enough i start feeling for them because i understand how hard it is you know um, I think I think God gave me an MS for a reason because he said, hey, hold on, hold on here. You need to understand, you know, people have different situations and different challenges. And so, so that and then, you know, and then I became a homeless and I became a homeless. Then I, I see that the reason I got out of homeless is not just because I work hard, do or die, but also people willing to help me without knowing who I am. Yeah. So I see the goodness in people. And I think that changed me. And then uh, I was struggling through the business. You know, I have a lot of challenges in through the business that allowed me to learn a lot about businesses and a lot about leadership. Um, so it just got humbled me for five years, Simon. Five years, five good years. Uh, then he 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 putting uh, me in a situation when I was ready to uh, have a big team and uh, have massive uh, growth and success with my team. What can a dollar get you
1: nowadays? Definitely not Starbucks and probably not even a bagel with cream cheese. Your best-a-dollar investment is a seven-day trial to MLM Nation Insider. For just one dollar, you can have access to all my implementation guide trainings, such as how to create shareable social media posts, how to run your first home meeting, how to do your first one-on-one meeting, and much more for just one buck. These courses are normally $47, but for your dollar trial, you can get them all for free for seven days. Go check it out at MLNationInsider.com. That is MLMNationInsider.com. Thank you for your time. It been very, very inspiring. As we wrap up the show, uh, some really quick questions to pick your brain, okay? Yeah. So the first question is, uh, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you?
0: Um, I have two, uh, six, uh, I think two. Um, what do you call that? Two quote. The first one uh, is from uh, Joe Schroeder. Um, he say, "One, uh, you still depend on someone to become successful. You will never become successful." And um, that it was that was my um, uh, that was my early in my career quote because you know what? I'm not. I, I'm shy. I can't be public speaker. I can't do this. I can't do that. I say, man, I'm not going to depend on anybody. I'm going to do it. So that code with the one that motivate me through my first seven, eight years in network marketing, and then uh, uh, um, and then later on, the second code that come to me is that uh, don't don't ask for easy or don't wish for easy. Just uh, uh, wish that you are better mm-hmm. because I want to move to the next level. So that's my second code. But that, that's a two code that, that that go with me uh, since. Uh, 2005, 2006 in network
1: marketing. Awesome. Very good. Uh, what's one habit that's helped you become successful? Again? What is one habit? Habit. Yeah. That's helped you become
0: successful. You, uh, I don't know I, I, I don't know the other people, but it's for me, is that everything I do, I always think of this way. Is this leading me toward my goal or take it away from my goal? Yeah. If it's taken away from my goal, I'm not doing it. If it's going toward my goals, I'm doing it. So anything from uh, shopping, eating, exercising, uh, uh, religions, politics, anything that I do in my life, anything I do, any decision that I make, even I buy a watch or buy a shirt, anything I do is gotta go toward my goals. if it's distract from my goal, I'm not doing it.
1: Yeah, that's so good. We're very similar. I think more people need to do that more. (laughs) (laughs) They'll be more successful. what is the best piece of advice you ever received?
0: I never have an advice in my whole life, to be honest with you, because I don't have a mentor in my career. And um, if if you if, you know, here's here's the thing. Everybody come through life differently. I I never have a sponsor before because nobody ever recruited me. I recruited myself in three companies. I don't have a sponsor. I don't have a mentor. Uh, I spend a lot of time on reading books. You know. And um, um, in my early career, I don't have money. And also when I was homeless, I don't have money. I go to Bon & Noble and read for free. Um, uh, that, that's that's how I got my uh, my mindset and my understanding of business. Um, no one ever give me uh, an advice in this business uh, yet. I hope, I hope I have a friend that will give me my advice in business. Um, so I don't have one.
1: Hmm. You know what? Just out of 250 interviews, that's the first time someone said that. Really good. Um, what is your favorite prospecting tool you use? So, say uh, someone's interested. Do you use uh, online? Vid- you send online video. Do you send like samples? Do you uh, sit down do your one-on-one flip chart presentation? What do you like to use? I
0: do. Uh, I like the one-on-one. Um, here's here's the thing, Simon, and and and, and let, let we talk about advice, and, and I want to go back that that little bit, just a little bit. You know. Um, I don't have a direct advice, but I do reach out to people. Um, uh, not reach out, you know. I never bother you, but I I actually follow your 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 life. I learn from you, mm. uh, right? Um, uh, there was another gentleman. Um, uh, his name is um, Robert Blackman. I read his post. Uh, post. I learn from him. There's another uh, gentleman um, uh, from Las Vegas. Uh, I used you buy his book. I read from them. So, so basically, you know, um, you don't have to have a direct mentor to become successful in this business because so many people can be your mentor if you're thinking from that standpoint. And I, I follow you, Simon, uh, not just one or two months ago. It's for years. Right? So that that's how it works. Um, what is your question just recently? Just a question you just asked me really quick.
1: Uh, what's your favorite prospecting tool? So you have a qu- My- uh, qualified prospect.
0: What do you like to do? You send video? What do you send? My, my prospecting tool is always uh, face-to-face, I think, um, uh, because, because here's the thing. Um, people using uh, uh, videos and uh, sample and all that kind of stuff, I just don't do it. Uh, you can, uh, people can do many different ways to become successful. For me, I prefer personal belly-to-belly. If I can drive three, four hours to see you, I prefer doing that more than send you sample of videos. Um, I'd I rather do... Try three hours, four hours one way. That means six to eight hours each way to see you. Uh, so I can get your energy out of it. I can get your body language. I can understand who you are, where you're coming from. Those kind of things is important to me because I, I want to know my leaders that I'm gonna work with. And so uh, and also I would love to see your family, know your value because you know the last thing I want to know is that uh, after six months working with you, I you believe something so opposite of of me. And, and so I like to do one-on-one one more than that. But, uh, but, you know, people using sample and brochure and things like work, Steve, I, I don't know, me personal one-on-one. One.
1: Yeah, when you do one-on-one, one, what do you use?
0: you use, like, an iPad or you use a flip chart or a um, newspaper? I, um, in the, right now I have a little iPad like that, Simon. Yeah. Little, little, like, this is my tool. Every time I go out prospecting, I have this with my, uh, with my uh, iPhone and uh, some sample product. Okay, I put in my jacket, some sample product, put in my jacket. And actually, I'm ready to go out for work right now, too. So I I have a very consistent PowerPoint that I show uh, to the prospect that I will show in the big presentation, consistent, the same PowerPoint. And so the prospect see me present uh, the PowerPoint. If if the prospect gets to see again in the big room, it's the same thing consistently. And the reason I decide to do that consistently is because, you know, if I bring an agent with me, they get to see the same presentation over and over and over again. So that is the way I train my my new agent too. So uh, good.
1: Oh, do you have a favorite online resource or like a Dropbox or Evernote or favorite app you could recommend? No. No. Nope. <laughs> okay. You're old school. Um. What's one book? Old school. A bit old school. Yes, yeah, I like that. What's one book you could recommend to ML Nation? Um. The-
0: the, the first book is, um, uh, I would say, um, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Uh, that's the first book, and I like it because you can get that for free right now on the Internet. The second book I read, uh, um, I don't I don't hear people recommend this a lot in network marketing, is uh, the, the Blessing of the Favor. Hmm. It's a check it cri- out. Yeah, it's a Christian book, and um, uh, and Joe Schroeder, he recommended this book long, long time ago. It had nothing to do with MLM. But I, I, I thought it was a great book so when he recommend that. And uh, The Blessing, The Favor, How to Win Fans and Influence People. Those are two books that I, I, I like a lot.
1: And here's the last question. Okay. You ready? The million-dollar question. <laughs> okay, here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again and you knew no one. So you didn't even know your wife. You didn't know your kids. You're a total stranger. You're kind of like an alien that went to another planet. But you okay. had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do or the first place you go to find prospects and build an
0: MLM business from scratch? <laughs> I would do exactly the same thing like I did 11 years ago. Every, anybody that, that, is, that I can... I can touch them and feel them. I'm going to talk about the, uh, network marketing with them. But I'm not going to talk right off the bat. I want to build a rapport, relationship with them, find out what is pissed them up, what make them happy, find out where they are in life. And if I can provide them some services, uh, some Im- Im- improvement in their life, then I share with them a, a way to do it. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to do anything different. Exactly the same thing how I started 11 years ago, exactly how I make seven figures in this business, and exactly how I do it today. Same what, thing.
1: What's the first place you go? Community center or you go to gym? What's the first place?
0: Everywhere. Church, gym, uh, anywhere. Anywhere that you have people, go to the restaurant. You know, a lot of us, especially live in America, and I think the culture that, uh, you know, in Asia, we are more open talking to people, you know, because we, we grow in a, in, in, a, in a lifestyle that we share everything. So we are more connected, more open. In America, every kid have their own rooms. They have their own TV. They have their own iPad. And so they're very quiet and separate. And everybody just sit around holding on an iPad on an iPhone. And I think, I think that is the reason why um, people decided, you know, building their business online and things like that. But I'm telling you, uh, I never run out of prospect to talk to. Never, ever, ever run out of prospect. Why? Because everybody around me, they're, they're, they need what I have. So why don't I just build a relationship with them and share with them? Mm. That's
1: awesome. As we wrap up, any last words of advice? And then uh, what's the best way listeners can connect
0: with you? Um, you know, the, the, I, I honestly can't really say I can give anybody advice. The only thing that I realize now is that we all um, have a bubble. When I say we all have a bubble is that as we're growing in this society – we always have set a limitation on ourselves. And there's a bubble that we set that blocked us from achieving greatness, block us from believing that we can do the things that we want to do for ourselves and for our family or for our friends. So once you figure out how to pop that bubble, you can really do it. And the best way to pop that bubble is that have a game play, have a goal in your life what you want to achieve you want to have healthy life you want to have healthy marriage or you want to have success in business anything that you do you got to set a goal and when you set a goal you got to break it down to the detail. and when you break it down to a detail now all you have to do is take action every single day every decision you make they got to go toward your goal any decision that you do in life you got to go toward your goal and you're going to have 100% focus or energy toward popping that bubble Once you pop that bubble you will become a totally different person because everything that you do in life everything that you deal with in life you know you can overcome and achieve it that's a great part so the first step is that you know if you're in network marketing you haven't achieved anything yet trying to figure out how to pop that bubble because that bubble is what you think what you said to your yourself Once you pop that you never like there's nothing can hold you back because you're like an invincible person. Because anything that you do, you believe you can get it done. Awesome.
1: Hey, and That's what's my- the best way our listeners can connect with you? What's the best way they can reach out? Facebook. <laughs> I'm not too old school. I still use Facebook. Okay. All right. So <laughs> connect with them on Facebook. We'll put the link on the show notes page for those who are watching the Facebook live feed. Uh, it's He's tagged on here as well. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you may hang out with Kai Win. So keep up the momentum and go to MLnation.net and type in Kai. That's K-H-A-I at the search bar in the show notes. His contact info will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Kai, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much again, and God
0: bless you. Thank you, Simon.
1: Do you want to know the foolproof follow-up formula or three elements of fast-growing organizations or my co-market recruiting secrets? You can get these $47 courses along with all my other $47 trainings for only $1 by taking a seven-day trial to MLM Nation Insider. Go to MLMNationInsider.com for the special trial offer. Again, MLMNationInsider.com for the special $1 trial. Hey ML Nation, this is Simon. Chandler. quick recap from a great trainer from Kai Huen. So I think the main lesson from the show it's about being uncomfortable. And one of the things I do uh, every day is to force myself to be uncomfortable uh, because the more uncomfortable you are, that's the more you grow. I think if you want it easy, like Jim Rohn told me, don't wish you were better. Right? Don't wish it for easy. Wish you were better, and. You know, we talked about it from Kai, from his whole background, whether from an immigrant or the challenges he's had and the negativity he's faced, right? His illness, whatever. He's always been uncomfortable in different situations. And that's why he is where he is. When you're uncomfortable, it forces you to grow quicker. And even though as his company, you know, he's hit uh, seven figures in 14, 15 months, something like that, you know, it didn't take 14, 15 months. It took 11 years, 11 years to get there you know um most of you know me like i'm retired from mlm i don't build i don't sponsor but i still make a six-figure residual that didn't come overnight that took nine years of hard work to make a six-figure residual in this business and uh it is, you know, it's more than a lot of my close friends who make other jobs. So nothing is an overnight success. There's no such thing as overnight success. A lot of times when you see people who are successful, you don't realize the trials and tribulations and also the personal sacrifices they had to go through um, you know, in order to get there. You know, and even for me, like, if you're talking about I don't want to talk too much about myself, but it's like if you talk about residual, you know, with my wife, uh, I went to the Philippines ten times in a year and a half, two years, two years ten times. How many people would do that to fly and go out there, travel all the time, away from my wife, uh, away from my girlfriend, my friends, and all that to make it? So there's no success; it's not easy. Everything you have to pay the price. You know, um, getting when when Kai started. You know, the thing that you know he said about it, he, he wasn't nice, right? It's all our ego. Every, every, all the problems are all within ourselves. The solutions are all in ourselves. So if we can change and look at something, because why do some people become successful and some not? It's always something where we're doing differently, right? The way we think that we're differently. There's some obstacles. So for example, I used to think it was really expensive to join the business. That's why I had trouble you know, signing up people in the $1,250 package because I thought even the $700 package was pretty expensive. And it wasn't until I went to my first convention, I had like a breakthrough, like Kai says, popping the bubble. Once I popped, I thought like 1250 is pretty, pretty cheap to get started with a business that can make you money, Right? And then you say, oh, it does it work. You see lots of people work. So, if it, you know, again, a lot of people, it doesn't work, but a lot of people, it does work. So why do I even want to think about, it? I'm going to be like the rest of the people, it doesn't work. I'm going to be the 10%, 20%, whatever, that makes it work. And it's just doing the thing over and over again. Because I think the cool thing about network marketing is it doesn't discriminate. Right? It doesn't discriminate, but you have to be coachable and always look... In uh, the ego, if, if things are not working well, it's something that you are doing. It's always the way we are looking at things. Um, well, Another thing you talked about is personal. I think I strongly believe in personal values and business. It's like how you do something is how you do everything. And, you know, a lot of times I look at someone's personal life. If the personal life has some issues, it also always makes me a little suspicious or more cautious about doing business with that person. Because how you do something is how you do everything. You know, I believe in nowadays business and personal. I mean, even back in the day, maybe like when you come home from work, um, you're a personal time. Now there's no such thing as really personal time because you're on the phone, messaging, Facebook messaging, your text message, everything's intertwined. So those values are extremely important. You can see whether, you know, whether some leader's good or not, see how they treat their loved ones and family. That's something that I always look out for. You know, leadership at the top. If people are buying you, right? And if you're wondering about your company, it is about the leadership at the top, extremely important. And there's a lot of companies that come and go. But the ones that stand stand the test of time, they all have very good leadership at the top. And that's something, uh, you know, I always believe history repeats itself. Just look at history. Companies that have been around for a while, 20, 30-year companies, they've all had something similar like that to happen. So uh, let me see is uh, actually... Uh, let me see what other notes are out here. I have a couple uh, notes. Really good it's towards the end, right? Two other things is everything you do. Are you? Is this something you going that's going to take you closer to the closer to your goal away from your goal? closer to your goal away from the goal. And that is something I, you know, one of my mentors told me. Every time I left my house, are you doing something that's going to help you take, take you closer to your goal away from your goal? And that alone made a huge impact on me. Even, this, this, even you know, you talk about shopping, clothing. Even for me, when I go out there and one of the things I simplified my lifestyle, you know, I only have three outfits. I dress the same. You know, I have 20. If you've seen me on the Facebook Live, this, you know, Embalm Nation white shirt, I have like 20 of these. That's all I wear. I don't even think about it because it's helps me, you know, kicks me closer to my goal where I don't need to think about what I'm wearing. I, my time is even spent about making a bigger impact, it's worth through Embalm Nation or with my family eliminating decisions. And if I'm going out on a trip, is this something that will take me closer to my goals, to being with my family, being a good father, setting an example, or away from my goals? Everything I'm questioning that, right? So that's a very, very good question to ask. So ask yourself, today, When you, every activity you're doing, every action, if you're watching this or you're watching this on the Facebook Live feed or you're listening to this, is this taking you closer to your goals or away from your goals? Right? And so that, very, very good question. Last thing is, I think a lot of people, they have set these big goals, uh, especially go to convention, go to event, but they don't break the goals down. You have to break the goals down, chop them up, break them down because it's not, you know, when you break the goals down, you realize how you, what you're going to accomplish a year from now is going to be determined by what you do every second, every minute, uh, every hour. So where I'm going to be a year from now is what I'm doing right now. I'm I'm even asking myself right now. I'm doing this interview. I'm doing this recap. It's going to help me take my, take me closer to my goals a year from now, what I'm going to do. Right. And, And the answer is yes. And that's why I'm here. I'm doing this. If it wasn't, I wouldn't be doing this. There's so many other things in the world that I could be spending my time with. So there's a couple of really good questions to, uh, to ask yourself. You know, again, great show. If you like ML Nation, please subscribe, rate, a review on iTunes. Our show is growing. And by leaving a review, not only does it motivate our team, but also to help other distributors find our show. And uh, also, share this to the community. You know, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, awesome show. Definitely reach out to Kai as well. Hey, my name is Simon Chan. Remember, we're in the profession to help others. So go out there have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to mlmnation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you.
0: So prepare to take off.